falls into place. So we have now to ensure that our children aren't enslaved later. You know, so we have to be productive. We have to make use of, you know, each other, but also we need to do it with a professional mindset. What do I mean by professional? You know, when you go to your job, and this is the thing, a lot of people, they don't carry that attitude that they have at work into their relationships. If only people acted on the job as they act in their relationships, because what you're essentially doing when you go to work, you're being your best self, right? You're being polite. You're not uh, stepping on anyone's toes. You're not taking things personal because you realize it's just work and you realize that you're there for a bigger purpose, right? So why not take that same attitude and carry that into your relationship? That's how we need to behave towards one another in a collective. We need to be professional. We need to show up as our best selves. We need to show up not cussing and, and fighting and, you know, doing all of this. There's a time and a place for us to party and kick in and all of that. But we need to show up professional in the sense that we're not taking things personal um, and that we're not arguing over ideologies. Just the same way when you go to work, you don't discuss politics and religion and all of that. Maybe if somebody gives you the wink, wink, that it's okay to do that, then you may broach that topic. But even then, you're going to be very careful, you know, because you know that that's not the right setting to do it. So it's no different when we're building. You know that that's not the right setting for us to be having these, uh, you know, philosophical debates, you know, uh, arguing over this and that and the other. Be your best self. Be professional the same way that you show up to work. Because when you go to work, what do you do? You make sure. I mean, some people, their, their personal lives are a hot mess. But they make sure when they come to work that they're on point. You know, they say, I, I, maybe I don't like everything that I did in the way that I'm running my household. I'm going to have to work on that. No, that's backwards. You're So what you're basically saying is I'm giving my best self to this system that doesn't appreciate you at all. just looks at you as a laborer. You give your best self to your people, to yourself, to your future. That's, that's before you suit up. Before you suit up for anybody else and you, you know, are your best self for anyone else, do that for yourself. And when we're in a collective, we can't have people that are, you know, basically they have that unprofessional mindset. You show up late, you know, you, you got an attitude, you're fussing and fighting with others and all of this. That doesn't work when we're coming together. So that's one of the things that I want to see is us. And, you know, this, my channel has been sort of a, a home, home away from home or a, a neutral space for people because people already know how to get down. So they come up in here real respectful. If only we treated each other like that in person, you know, there's a lot of people that even over the internet, because especially because they're over the internet, 
they don't talk to each other in that respectful way where we, you know, it's a new day and age. We aren't trying to bring in the toxicity of the past and talk to each other like baby boy, you know, um, just in, or even, even the N word and all of these other things like that's yesterday. We're, we're trying to go on to a new space and a new way of doing things where we can respect each other and get things done. That's the only way that we're going to get things done. Would you be turned, Vita? No. That's it. Menopause, girl. Oh, wow. I was going to say something really good about that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm thinking about what I, what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, this is the thing. As you stated earlier, anytime I don't know people getting these platforms, well, I'm guilty of myself. Uh, I'll be trying to go into these platforms. Yo, let's look for ways for solutions. No, no, no. You're going to the. You see, I'm going back to what I was talking about earlier. No, you're going to debate with me. I'm going to make her. We'll see two debate. I'm like, and what's, what irks me is look, look, look here. You have this stuff. You have that stuff. People could send this for you. People, boom, people could do this. Boom, 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 boom. You can set up a little shop there and make that little thing happen. But no, 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 I don't care. All I don't want to do is talk about this person every, every damn, every day. Like, so pretty all you're doing in the sense is gripping. But overall, you can do something bigger than yourself. Way big. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, and I know what these channels are, certain, or these certain channels, even on the male side. They are on the male side, oh, these women are these women. But then when you ask our water solution, automatically you're sent you this or that. Or or not only if if you're sent or you're one of those people or you're one of those hotel hotels like you're not what? What are these hotels? I don't know. But uh, the point is they could they could see they they, they could get the bigger picture and make an impact. But they lose that sight of making an impact, or, or making a bigger picture, or setting up people. To, another thing, they add a mercy, add a platform. We're literally, okay, like doing it on 2017 or 18 on YouTube. Um, they changed uh, the AdSense policy. Next, you know, YouTube has had to cut back on their lifestyle, or they changed some of the algorithm. Now people ain't. Now just just this week, I think they took out the dislike on YouTube. Stuff like that, you had a mercy at a platform, at the platform. You don't have no control of that. If you could take advantage of that and make an impact with that. Unfortunately, I don't see people, some, some people blast but at the same time, I do see people blast And And another thing, many times, I don't I don't see people, some people, I'm guilty of, I'm going to say I'm guilty of myself. Some people look at those who ain't trying to change nothing, who are not trying to be, trying to be about anything. You need to focus more on those who's trying to be about something, trying to get something done. And you know what? That's going to also further encourage them. So you know what? I thought, like, right when they think it, right when they think, oh, man, I'm going to throw in the towel, all this, you boom. You can be that one person, spark that fuel. Next thing you know, 
They have to choose to keep on. They have to have a life of keeping because you chose to be that person to, you know, um, not plant the, not like take, to encourage them, like a fuel, like a, like a lighter to spark the fire or the light the light bulb up so they can keep, keep doing what they're going to do, we just you know to produce justice. I'm leaving it at that. And I just want to say, I want to greet some of the people that came into the chat. I see they they um, they shouted me out in the chat, so I want to thank the friend of paraphernalia. Thanks, brother, for coming through. Aaron Collins, I see you in there, bro. Um, I didn't know that Omega Courtney had a channel, so I'm gonna go check her out because I didn't know she had one. Twelve Veils, that's my good sister there. I love Twelve Veils and her and her content. Fanny G, thanks for the questions and the comments. And everybody else, Miss Live, um, Miss Live Lessons. Um, what I'm going to do on RP, Trap Rebel, what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop um, Sister um, Isis here a, a cash app. And I know she doesn't like that. She never asked for it. I have to get her to even mention her own book that she's written. She has a website or a, cha- a page, a website you can go to check out and buy her book. Please, guys, support this sister. I bought two of her books. I bought her earrings. It wasn't from me, of course. <laughs> but I bought her earrings, um, her African earrings. Very, very beautiful. Um, go and support this sister. Buy her books. Get her earrings, young, young ladies. Um, get her with a cash app. I mean, or, um, yeah, cash app. PayPal, wherever, whatever, you know, whatever method that you can that you can donate and help this sister out with her, you know, with her channel, please go ahead and do that. Because she's not gonna ask. And every time I'm I'm up on a panel with her, or if she is is um, you know, if she's doing a live stream like this or something, I'll always tell people to hit her up. You know, hit her for books or, you know, her cash up something to support the sister. Because we know if she's putting out this great information out here. We all know that we need to be um, more, more, more ISIS minded. Even myself, I need to be even more ISIS minded. And so, we, so we're getting all this great information, but we're not supporting this sister financially. And like I said, I have, I have in the past, and I'm going to today when this live stream is over with. I'm going to go and see the, girl, the baby's cash app as well. The only reason why I haven't because I'm on my phone right now, and I can't do it. I can't do both. And still be on the stream, but as soon as I get off, I'm gonna um, get it, um ISIS up with the cash app. So guys, if you if you can, I know it's the holiday season that you celebrate that type of stuff. I know, but um, if you do celebrate, but if you have the um, the means to you know, send this sister something, do something you know, in in the form of a cash app or something, go ahead and help the sister out. Go ahead and you know hit her up. Oh, Thank you, DLD. You always, uh, you always support, and I do appreciate that so much. I appreciate everybody that supports. I'm not good at self-promoting myself, not because I don't believe in my own message, but because I feel like we have so little that it makes me feel like, it almost makes me feel guilty because I know that we as a collective have so little. But then I see the things that we spend our money on, and I go, man, I 
if I had a dollar from every one of you that gave a dollar to a museum that wasn't going to be built or to a school that still hasn't been built, I could have done so much with that. You know what I'm saying? As a person who really does make moves every single year, you know, at my own expense. So, uh, you know, that's something that I'm trying to, to work towards. But for me, it's never going to to be about the money it's always going to be about the message you know um this is my this is my life's mission but it's also my life you know, I know they was talking about you like you and know, and isis isis i know you like i know you like self-promotion i know that and I um, know but go ahead and drop your cash app yeah if they can you know Oh, you, you can't even pay your cash out on YouTube. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if she's money. Are you monetized? You're monetized. Yes, I am. I'm, yeah. I'm monetized, but I almost never put ads on my channel anymore because um, I almost never put ads on my channel anymore because I find that when I do put ads, they monitor what I say close closer. So that's why I feel more comfortable. I kind of figured that out, and that's why I feel more comfortable just saying whatever I want to say now because I realize when those ads are on, that's when they really get to watching what you're doing. Right. Uh, but and thank you know. to everybody who shares out my content. You know, it's kind of, I'm always in between a rock and a hard place because I get so many, you know, people that, that watch, and it's always a good thing until it's not anymore you know what i mean right <laughs> until they start monitoring you a little closer uh but that's one of the things that i do to avoid that is to not really put a lot of ads on my channel so you know it's that that's the the way that i balance that out trap rebel said oh, okay the uk is five hours ahead right now yeah and then also too guys realize too that if you if you pay if you pay if you donate to isis here on youtube not only she's not only things have to wait a month for but youtube is like 30 percent, i think it is but when you cash after it's right away and she gets, the, she gets the whole amount that you that you donate yeah and that's that's absolutely ridiculous because they're not doing anything to earn that money and they wouldn't be able to have a platform without you know content creators so the fact that they set this 30 percent and nobody else can nobody else had a say in what that was right they just made up a number oh, of right? no, no, no. no, no. oh, was it 15. that's still high that's still high yeah oh, yeah and i have to learn about um you know technology technology is moving so quickly and i didn't come in i didn't come onto this platform with the mindset of i'm gonna be on this platform for years and years and years i came to this platform like I'll probably gather up some people that will be about our business in like a year, you know? Um, but I still, I still enjoy having my channel. 
And I'm grateful for it because it's a medium where I've, I've been able to speak with so many different people and to be a part of their, um, to, to be a part of something that is deeply personal, deeply spiritual, um, and, and a big deal, which is to be a part of their consciousness, to, you know, guide people within their consciousness, to um, help them understand the things that they're going through, because, you know, you have a lot of people that are waking up um, at different levels, and they're like, what is going on in the world, you know? Um, and then, you know, they found my channel, and they begin to grow and, and we begin to grow together. So it is a, a an experience that I'm I'm very grateful for. Well I know I know personally I said I'm glad that because I know you, you talked about leaving um YouTube for a while. Uh, I, I'm for one I'm happy that happy that you're that you didn't do that, at least not permanently. I know you may do this every once in a while, but even when you do it once in a while it's still better than Thank you for that. Yeah, this platform, the only thing that irritated me about this platform or the, the number one thing was that we didn't fight YouTube. It, it would have had to be us that fought YouTube ultimately when they put the new algorithm in place. The new algorithm is completely racist, obviously. Everything is, you know, pretty much racist. But the new algorithm is completely racist. So you can have someone that says harmful things about black people all day and they'll never have a problem. But if you start saying positive things and things that move you in, in too much of a positive direction, they'll mess with your channel, they'll strike your channel, they'll try to take you down. You know, you'll have all these problems and stuff. And so people aren't seeing it necessarily from our from our end to the, the end of, you know, people that are going live. So they may not understand all the frustrations that we deal with. And so that's the main thing that I got frustrated with and that I've been frustrated with. But especially when we were calling out all those businesses were being called out for some of their practices. My whole thing was, why not add YouTube to the mix? Because they're getting out of pocket. And then we did it. And then they put in the new algorithm, which was just so much worse. Fly height. That was the other one I was trying to think of. Okay. <coughs> yeah, all black on TrueTube.com, Black Junction TV, uh, or excuse me, BlackJunction.tv. I think it is BlackJunction.com too, though. Uh, flyheight.com, all black owned, and I've been on uh, True Tunes, just looking around, getting to know some of the content creators there. I have a channel on Black Junction TV. Uh, feel free to follow me over there. Um, I am. I have said that I will be putting out some some of my pre-recorded videos. I'll put out there first uh, because I'm gonna look out for my own before I look out for YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a, I, I'm gonna put my content on a black-owned site before I'm gonna put it on on YouTube. So ultimately, we need to, we need to. I'm trying to bring together people that understand technology, that really get it, that really know how it works. We can all come together for a good cause. 
Oh, okay. My sister's back. Welcome back. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it's peculiar because every time I try to get on a live with StreamYard from my phone, it, it messes up. And um, hmm, it's just interesting, <laughs> to say the least. We hear you perfectly. Right, there ain't no way I'm about to go. Oh, okay, brother, thank hey, you brother. so much for coming. Oh, no problem. Take your Good night. Yeah, um, thanks for uh, letting me get back in. So um, I was listening on the way back home, and he mentioned uh, being called a hotel. And um, I'm very averse to a degree to doing things on social media that is for, you know, the purposes we're talking about. But um, I'm doing it now in in a limited way because I realize that that's, you know, the way people are being steered. But I did try to host uh, the 42 days of my aunt. Um, It wasn't necessarily about my aunt. But it was going to be like just discussing, you know, things that was constructive for, for black people um, in regard to like rethinking spirituality, but also preparedness, since y'all are on that topic. And the place that um, myself and the lady I host um, for two days with, uh, Candace, um, we went to a coffee shop that is owned and run by uh, a black man who's married to a Hispanic woman. And um, without giving too much away um, and shaming them because it is shameful what what they said to me, you know, we shared that we wanted to get people, you know, again, preparedness. Let's talk about things that we were um, trained to believe as axioms that shouldn't be challenged. And let's also talk about the system and its design, um, being that it's a purposeful design to abuse and subjugate people like us. And the Hispanic wife said, you know, wait, hold up, because this is starting to sound like a cult. And I went in question mode and I, I was about to be real flip because the business that they run is one of the words they use is culture. So I want to ask her, oh, it sounds like a cult. Do you know the word cult is in culture, which is partly what you named your business, but I didn't do it. And so instead I asked her, I said, how does it sound like a cult? Did I ask you to join something? And then her black husband immediately jumped in and said, well, you know, I think what she trying to say is, you know, you, you kind of sound like a hotel. And um, I'll say this because I'm proud. I'll insert this. Um, I do not consider myself a comedic person. I, I, I There's no way I can say I'm a comedic person by genealogy. I don't know. But by um, the attributes I try to, you know, conduct myself with, abiding by the laws of my art, yeah, I'd say I'm a comedic person and I'm learning how to read the meta nature along with the spiritual study with a guy on YouTube who goes by my forever. And this man like knows at least five of the languages 
including a, a ancient language that we all really should know because it's ours. So he said, yeah, you're starting to sound like a hotel. So I, I said, okay. I said, well, what is a hotel? And he's like, you know, them black people that be, you know, just all about Africa and like black people stuff. And they don't, they just be pretending that there's nothing else going on in the world. No other cultures and people. I said, okay, well, what does hotel mean? And he started smiling. I said, well, you know, I'm glad you said that because we could talk about that too. And by this time, I'm trying not to make him feel stupid, but I know I am. I said, yeah, we could talk about that too. I said, because I suspect you don't even know what the word hotep means. And you probably think you're insulting people. And you could be, or you could be blessing them. But you don't know. And by default, what you are being is anti-black. And it's anti-black to do anything that is really probably the utmost black thing you can do, which is inform people on the system of racism, and white supremacy, but also inform them on things that represent survival in case, I can't even say in case, when the system in its physical form no longer exists. People do not think we can go back to the days of so-called barbarism aka dark ages aka before the lights came on that can happen there's so many things that they've set up for it to happen and there's so many things outside of earthly control that could also happen you know like i like space they talk so much about near misses with asteroids meteors boloids um, it doesn't matter it it we need to be prepared and we also need to know what to do with our bodies. And I'm hoping that's what we can get serious about. If, if black people as a group aren't ready to confront racism, white supremacy, then hopefully as individuals, we, we can at least agree to confront it and practice counter racism by preparing and bettering our individual bodies with proper nutrition exercise and then bettering our immediate family, a.k.a. our survival units, with proper preparation in the home. And also, you know, like just making sure everybody else is well, too. Because perhaps as people become well in their survival units and individually, maybe their minds will open up. That's the only other thing I can hope for. Otherwise, people just trying to grab sleeping bags on this sinking ship. That's what I'm seeing. You know, RP, you know that his Hispanic wife, um, she had to interject interject a negative comment into what you were what you were talking about because that's her role to keep him in check. Got you know, it. She don't she don't she don't want him getting too black. You know what I'm saying? She don't want him, you know, being around brothers and sisters like that. So she has to put some type of negativity into what you were talking about. Um, but that, that was it wasn't it wasn't for you per se it was more was mostly for him mm. and that's why he came up with the reaction that he did mm. that's why i'm saying this inter this interrelation these interracial relationship it always it usually goes for either the black man or the black woman to get their culture and they assimilate to the culture whoever person that they're married to or involved with i'm glad you said that 
because I wondered if in his mind he probably even is probably trying to pass as Afro-Latino, you know, because I, I heard him kind of talk every now and then, you know, how they talk with the accents. <laughs> I was like, uh, bruh, you got a whole tattoo on your arm. You don't speak like that for real, for real, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he had to make her aware that, hey, I'm, I'm still with you. I know this is a black woman, and I'm black too, but I'm just going to let you know why that, uh, yeah, that's why companies use this hotel. Uh, right, I haven't switched sides, just so you know, I, I still, I'm still with you. Exactly, that's exactly. Yeah absolutely um just a just a very interesting conversation you know in many ways for those that understand the need to be adaptive adaptable COVID-19 the pandemic itself has actually been an opportunity for people to get their priorities right everything that you're supposed to be doing is what will actually prolong a a diet that is an anti-inflammation diet yeah that was going to benefit you before the pandemic but it's definitely going to benefit you now being in shape uh you know if you're overweight getting that weight down where it needs to be making sure that you're building your endurance you were supposed to be doing that before the pandemic now you have even more reason to be doing that because it's going to prolong your life so in many ways it it's it should be the nudge that people need um in order to move in the direction that they they need to go you know um i'm going to touch on the the interracial relationships for a, a minute they've got some real rough roads ahead of them because there were always and that's the way that we need to be about ourselves and about our business you know i hear so many people they have excuses but we tried this and it didn't work out well then we try something else we keep innovating on them we there's never a time that we let them win and that we just say okay we're going to take our toys and go home we're always going to keep fighting and if it's only 10 of us and that's all we need if it's 15 great if it's 20 oh well we're, we're really winning but at the end of the day it's going to be the few not the many and those that follow the many are ultimately a part of the many and i said we've had this discussion about that before um, as well you would you let kind of while well, can you kind of kind of mention tonight that you probably wouldn't i just thought about it but i think I can't see myself allowing these coons back into the fold because I, I can't trust them. You know, I, I'm always thinking they're coming in to spy, to, to gather information, and then to run back and tell it. It's not worth it. It's not it, worth it. it. Yeah. Um, and these are people, the more that I begin to study the ailment, the more I realize that these are people it wouldn't be worth our our efforts because it would actually undermine everything that we're trying to do because it would take so many resources and even then they would still want to come back to white society so let them play their role and be in white society and then white society won't mess with us you know that's that's kind of how i look at it 
rather than trying to integrate them, right? Um, they're going to be bred out anyway, right? They're going to die off and the people that look like them are going to look more and more pale as time goes on, right? Because that's what they're doing. They're choosing the white side. Even, even the mulatto said, don't call me mulatto, I'm white. Oh, here's another thing I, I heard that I think is hilarious is white Latino. There's no such thing as a white Latino. And I've been itching for a chance to tell a white Latino that to them, to their face. Uh, this is a, this is a, a Latino that's trying to go as white, which, hey, that's their business, you know. But they're trying to, you know, they say, I, I, I'm a white Latino, but you can call me white. There's yeah, no, I've heard the term a white Hispanic, but I never heard the, the white Hispanics and the white Latinos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is what they're trying to do. They said, "Call me white," but then they play on both cultures. It's not worth it to try to bring everybody into the fold. It's it's just not. It, it would be too much. It would be a headache. It would undermine everything that we're trying to do. It would take all our time and resources. I mean, I don't know if anybody's ever watched the movie The Exorcism. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I've seen parts. No, let them. Nah, the devil can have them. <laughs> exactly. We ain't got time to be scrapping people to beds. And it would literally be that. It would literally be that. I don't think people understand how deep this this goes. You know, yeah. um, their minds have been primed, not just for one generation or two generations, but for generations and generations. You have to understand that you can't just look at me and say, well, Isis, you're this, and you were born that way. Yeah, but I had a, I had a very conscious father who painstakingly took me through my history and explained to me who I was and what I came from. That's the reason why, you know, even when my father was no longer with me and I went off into the world and I got a little confused and was trying to figure out who I, you know, you lose yourself and you got to find yourself again and went through that. That's why I was able to, to find myself. So who your parents are matters. And if they're not deliberate about what they're doing, then you're going to end up with wrong ideas welcome uh chris chris said can black women date outside of their race since we outnumber black men can you answer the question you being impatient chris chris just came up in here being impatient now calm down we're, we're all very chill up here okay <laughs> I think she's trolling, but she may also do. She may also be a swirler or one of the one of the investment women as well. Well, I, yeah, and she could be that. And I'll answer the question because I know divestment women come in here and, and they listen a little bit, um, and so you know we'll give a message to them. You can always date outside of your race, but you can't have your cake and eat it too. In other words, you can't have the security of being married to someone that you share a link that, that you share a history with 
see we as black people even though you may be from louisiana i may be from seattle somebody else be from somewhere we can all be from different places but there's a shared history and there's a security that comes with that shared history that if you want to date outside your race you don't get that security you don't get that security of shared history that tells you no matter how bad things get you're not going to end up missing hanging in a tree or whatever what have you you might end up divorced but even then do black people really divorce because they stay sleep on each other even when they broke up so you don't get the security that comes along with it if anything pops off you look around and the people don't look like you so now you're automatically uh, in a in a slave position you're automatically in an overpowered position everybody around you has more power than you because you're the only one that's out of place one of these things does not belong and it's chris Briggs. now you see there uh miss life lessons three said maybe you should study their dna first then decide if you want to date them study their dna and study their nature you know but that's not how a lot of people roll they they pick partners based off stereotypes oh he's white so he's gonna treat me better than my man yeah but you'll never be as strong as you would be if you were dating one of your own there ain't no guarantee will teach you any better either yeah go ahead rp yeah it's no guarantee of that it's also this is the other phenomenon that happens with with white people they'll make you the pet they may they 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 they, they like to do extremes these are people of, of a bipolar function so they're either going to mistreat you in this child parent relationship which is why mr fuller calls it a tragic arrangement or they're going to pillow you and soften you to the point that you are so dependent because you think you're being treated so good when they're actually weakening you and making it that you can't do without them just like if you were a big ass cat or dog that's your owner and that is what people who engage in tragic arrangements either cannot understand or refuse to understand now like my grandmother used to say once you buy it you have it so once you get over there and you find out that not only is the grass not greener there was no grass it was artificial turf don't about face and come back to black people for your rescue and that's what i see people that are in tragic arrangements doing or they're they're not even getting a chance to about face they're just dead and guess what there's no coming back so there needs to be a certain amount of admission that you may very well be marrying one of these psychopaths or in a relationship with one of these psychopaths and i study them a lot like isis does a lot of these people are cannibals they are uh, sadists. They're, they're into a lot of stuff. And if they're not into that, they're into some other stuff that'll make you become a person you weren't by the time they're through with you. You might be on drugs. You might be doing a swing of thing. I'm just saying, if you, if you do it, commit to it. But you can't expect to be considered someone trustworthy 
after being a collaborator to white people. Sexual confusion is the ultimate collaboration with racism, white supremacy. That's facts. Okay, so Chris has joined us. Let's hear what Chris has to say. Welcome. Uh, hello, can you hear mm-hmm. me? Yes, I can. Um, I wanted to know, I wanted to know, do you believe that um, that black women outnumber the men? Do you believe that? Sure. You believe that we outnumber them? Sure. Um, so what's the I believe, what, what do I think is the solution? Um, the solution is we have yeah. to fix, we have to fix the problem. So we have to fix the problem. Not only do we outnumber men. Okay. That's, that's a numbers thing, right? But there's also a shortage of marriageable black men. So now we have to look and see what role we're playing mm-hmm. in creating men, black men that are not marriage material, because we are playing a role in that. A lot of times, and, and this goes back to the whole breeding thing, we are creating dependent men. And then we complain about those same dependent men later on in life, but that's all there is. Well, that's, that's what we have created. By creating men. Yeah, I hear you, but what about. Go ahead. What about, like, um, if you're not going to be. You're not going to be young forever. So I'm not going to waste my time thinking about all that. So you're saying, you, you know, you have the here and now, so. Yeah, most of um, ultimately. Well, then, then we go back to what I was saying which is you can choose to date outside your race, right? There's no law against it. Uh, In fact, it's encouraged. But then you have to look around at everything that's going on. It's 2021. We're in the middle of biological warfare. And you can't tell me Mm -hmm. we're not because no one knows where COVID-19 came from. No one can say, I know where COVID-19 came from. Mm -hmm. So therefore... We're, we're in the middle of biological warfare. We're in the middle of a race war that's been ongoing and is actually picking up steam. So if you, if you feel like now is the time to get into an interracial relationship, do you. But you're not going to have the security of knowing that the person next to you is, the, is not going to flip on you and choose their people because anybody in their right mind is going to choose they're people. Say it again. I don't mean to yell at you, but I'm trying to emphasize my point. Only someone that is outside of their right mind is going to choose something other than themselves. That's why Mexicans choose Mexicans. Whites choose whites. The only whites that even date black people are usually uh, the white people that are found undesirable by their own race or the white people that have a fetish. You have to understand the difference between a fetish and someone that actually loves you. I love black men because I'm around them. They understand things I don't even have to say because we have a shared history. 
you don't have that shared history with the white man. Oh, I thought you were gonna say um I thought you were gonna say like um polygamy. No, we're not talking about polygamy. Chris, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you, Chris, and I'm I'm not coming down on you, sister, but like I love black women. But you're trying to use these numbers game, these more there's more women, black um black women than black men out here so i got to go find me a white man or a hispanic man or whatever else you're trying to use the numbers to justify you going outside your race isn't it logical like if there's not an equal amount i got it yeah i tell you what's logical in a sense that um in a spiritual sense chris what you want you'll have Mm -hmm. if you want a black man whatever needs to happen for the universe to make that happen for you, it's gonna happen because you've shaped it in your mind first. So if that's not the desire you have, there's really no need to exercise that out on you know, a YouTube platform. You know what's in your heart. If you want a black man, you're gonna nurture that and it's gonna to come to fruition. But if you don't, what you do want is gonna to come to you. Now, if that's actually what you needed, is another situation. But like Isis said, feel free to move about the cabin. You just need to know once you make your pick, you've made your pick and there's going to be some type of result from that choice. You can say consequence because that's what it is. It's a consequence, right? When you do certain things, there's a consequence and it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad one. But in this case, it is bad because you don't have that shared history. And with everything that's going on in the world, they're always going to choose their own. And there's so much proof of that. So you can get with a white person and they could love you if they're as much as they're capable of loving you. They could love you. But at the end of the day, they're always going to choose their own. And that is a greater mission than whatever relationship they have with you. You could die and they could go get with a a white woman. Uh, You know, they could go join back in with their people now as a hero because they sacrificed you. And you may think, well, what are the odds of that happening? Well, what were the odds of us being in a, in a biological warfare situation? Right. A lot. When we talked about that, we talked about that being a possibility. A lot of people said, Oh, come on. That's never going to happen. Well, look, 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 you know what I mean? Look look at the way that the, the world is trending. So now more than ever, I want to be surrounded by as a means of survival. I'm talking about purely practical. I'm not even talking about um, the, the philosophical and, and the historical context. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about now mm-hmm. and, and being the safest that we can be now and, and being the smartest that we can be now and making the best possible moves for ourselves. Really? But do you think that can even happen with all these agents and this um, this gender war? All these agents? Well, you don't help the gender war. I'm not talking about you in general. But so so let me rephrase that. People don't help the gender war when they say, I don't like the gender war, so screw the black man or the black woman. Essentially, what you're doing is joining into the gender war, which is part of the problem. Another thing you have to realize, and and take this with you, Chris, 
if you don't remember anything i anything else i say take this with you whether you realize it or not we're family you can't fire family sweetie <laughs> yeah, you you can't you can say screw the black man all you want but at the end of the day that's your black men that's your black men that you're saying screw to you can't just fire your people like that you can pretend you're firing your people yeah and you can think in your mind you are but at the end of the day your mama's still your mama your daddy's still your daddy the black man is still your black man and your problems with the black man will be right there until you find an effective way to fix them and let me give you a little bit more since you're you seem to be new to the channel i haven't seen you before one thing that i have said is that black women need to come together we need to begin to form sisterhoods you want to change things you want to see some progress you want to you want to have better relationships you need to form a sisterhood not some hateful sisterhood like over there at cynthia g's talking about aborting black children and other nonsense a real sister mm -hmm. can get some practical advice where you can talk things through with people and maybe a sister can say to you hey man this relationship ain't going nowhere you need to get away from him before you get bitter agreed okay i have one more last question for um <clears throat> RP, you said something about the universe. I'm a very doubtful person. So it's like, how can you make something come to fruition? So again, um, when it comes to that, there's a certain amount of exercise that you have to do in order to start to understand how the universe works in regard to you. Um, that's going to come from study. That's going to come from a lot of quiet time so i would say more than anything you know quiet your mind and empty it first try that and then maybe start doing some research with things like different type of spirituality um throughout the world but if you're a black person start with something that resonates with you from you know from the continent from africa but it's going to take practice it's ultimately what i'm trying to say it's going to take learning and it's going to take practice and being able to start to recognize when there are things happening that you know good and well or would be considered like supernatural and i don't mean like oh the door like opened and closed by itself but you know what i'm saying recognizing when energy and the ancestors and the creators is doing something on your behalf and you, uh, people right now can't really see that because they're blinded because they're into social media and you know all these uh, devices that just have us you know sidetracked so I would also tell you that you can manifest more when you don't allow your brain to be inundated with ideations that aren't of its own as well and also too Chris I would I would say if all else fails, put yourself in situations and in places where, where the type of black man you want con congregate. That's where you should be too. If that's what, if you if you if you like doctors, black black men who are doctors, you need to be in those in those spaces. That's how you find a, find a, a, a good man, a husband, a black man that way as well. 
which is something. I want to let uh, Omega Courtney weigh in. Uh, first, I want to add this though. When you're dating, because you sound young, and I don't know because I can't see you, but when you're dating, be very mindful of your attitude and be sure that you're ready to date. There have been certain times where I was dating and I'm like, this is no fun and I don't like it. But I realized that I was the one bringing the bad attitude because I needed to go back and 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 mm-hmm. heal. Once I healed up and I came back out and I'm like, hey, dating is fun. Now I'm putting into the universe that attitude of, hey, dating is fun. And I started attracting all sorts of people to me. Men that I didn't even think I qualified for. So just be aware of that because, you know, Pinky and Ray Ray will always sleep with you. But quality men, they're looking for somebody that's going to, you know, bring something to their life. And if you're jaded, I'm not saying that it's not that it's your fault or you're jilted or whatever the case may be. I'm not saying that it's, it's your fault because, hey, somebody may have done something to you and you were purely a victim. But... Regardless of that, as somebody that has been purely the victim in a relationship, make sure you heal before you get back out there. Because I would hate for you to run into your dream man tomorrow and you not be in the right space and and you you miss out on that. And um, my last uh, attempt at having a relationship went and, you know, ended almost as quickly as it started. It was about two months. Um, and uh, it, yeah, it, it's, it, it, it doesn't feel like it's a good look out here for, you know, uh, women that are Black women that are um, having morals, boundaries, standards. It doesn't seem like it's that way. But I think what the, um, the rest of the panel has shared with you, that's very valuable, that I think you should keep in mind. And I, like I said, I was listening more than I was trying to contribute because I'm actually taking in what has been said. Um, recently I saw, I just watched both parts of the Cynthia G and the Storm Monroe, um, interview are live. They did. And it was, it was hard for me to watch it because I'm not a big Cynthia G fan at all, but you know, oh hearing <laughs> hearing some of the facts that she was coming with, they were hard because I was just like, shit, she ain't lying. I mean, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a degree journalist. So I, I had no research. My, my father is a, you know, was a history teacher before he went into social work. Um, you know, uh, I have a background in studying movements and communities because of my work um, as, as a uh, community liaison in Miami. 
And so it was hard to hear some of these truths because they were truths, you know, when we talk about the collective. But, you know, again, we have to just as, just the same way that they say you can't judge your, you can't plot your, um, your political ambitions or aspirations off of a national platform. You also can't choose your dating and your life um, off of the collective. You do have to look at personal, where you're, who, like the brother said, you know, how, where are you going? Who, how, you know, because you're going to vibe with who you tribe with, you know, and um, if you're if you're going to certain spaces, then yes, you're going to nine times out of ten, you're going to attract, and you're going to be attracted to a certain you know whoever is in that space. So once you change your mindset, once and I want to say not just your, but we, you know, changing mindsets, and once we change our outlook, um, it also will change our insight. And uh, you know, I um. I just I know that I am looking for a uh, provider. I know that you know I come from a family where that's my dad is a provider. I was in a marriage where my ex husband mm -hmm. provided. Um, but mm -hmm. you know it's like okay, I was married at 19, um, and now I'm you know 43 this year, and so it's like okay, it's, it's definitely not the same ball game. And I didn't date before to find, you know, my ex to find a husband. So I just didn't, I don't see like why I have to be out there dating now to find one. So I think that it goes with what the sister said also that, uh, what you manifest, uh, you will attract. And I'm, I'm, I'm keeping hope alive with it. Like I said, I've been abstaining for seven years and at the end of the day, if I have to go the rest of my life abstaining, then that's what it'll be. You know, I do have two beautiful children. Um, but I know that I'm not going to be playing myself. That's first and foremost. Like, I'm not going to just be oh, offering yeah. my <laughs> access to my time, that's you know? So yeah. Hard. So don't do it and don't, and don't play yourself for anybody, you know? So, and especially uh, if there's a lot of truth to what they're saying, I've never um, been in a relationship with anybody else in a black man, but I have worked in considerable amount of spaces where I had access to you know, other men and uh, the, 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 the interest, the, uh, the engagement, the intention, it's just not the same. It's not the same. And I, and I have, I have girlfriends that have married, you know, white men and non-black men and I get it. Trust me, I get it. Um, but that's, you know, uh, like the sister said, feel free to move about the cabin, <laughs> you know, but, um, there you go. Omega, let, me, let me ask you some Omega. Yeah. Uh -huh. I'm going to yes. ask you a couple of questions because okay. I think I've seen you over in Cynthia D. No, you um, ain't. I don't be on my ever seen at all. No, I don't. Um, okay. I had a very, I had a very public, uh, discussion with her years ago about her with that fake hair. I don't play with her. So that's why I said it was, I don't, I don't be over there. I don't be, I don't fuck around over there. My name has gotten mentioned over to her a couple of times and she tried to let you know who I am, but she knew who I was because I, I read her and she, she made sure that I didn't come back on that channel for years, for years. So, and, and her and the whole Rob Mark Perkins thing never really sat right with me either. And I think it's real funny how, um, no one calls her out on any of this, but, you know. But, let me ask you this. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, 
what does the word um, collective means mean to you? Uh, collective means the majority. Okay, and then what majority of any race, men or women, does something collective? What 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 majority does something collective? I'm sorry. Right, are now a collective that are doing these things but going before like i think it was omega was saying before this interaction with the european and being you know being put over here to do their bidding right the collective was doing constructive things literal constructive things you know, coming up with irrigation and alcohol and, you know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, something small like educating the European. So there is, there's always collective activity, but it starts- And, and teaching them how to bathe too. Right. Very, very <laughs> constructive. Right. They so, you know, mapping things, the planet and the, and the, and the universe, you know, <laughs> you know, some small like that navigation and whatnot. But um, the, the point I'm trying to make is, so Mr. Fuller's book is the United Independent Compensatory Code. United individuals cause and effect, right? And so whatever Cynthia G is saying, I'm going to give her space to say what she's saying, not saying that I agree and that is correct. I'm going to say she's a victim of racism that is coping the best she can. And this is her dysfunctional way of coping. Right. So that's what I think we should keep in mind. And at the same time, not give it any more credence. You get what I'm saying? So that's what I want to say about that. Mm -hmm. There's always collective activity, but it has, it's done with individuals doing it in mass. But Chris and ISIS, I hope you don't mind me getting into this about manifestation. I feel like I can say this without being judged. Mm -hmm. The more you you become an African person in thought, speech, and action, starting with spirituality, I think you'll come closer to manifesting what you want because there are things you can do today, tonight, that would bring you closer to manifesting just about anything. It takes, again, practice, which is repetitive uh, use, right, or, or action, and it takes sincerity. So if you are in a position where you want to manifest a husband or, or a care mate and you want him to be black, this is something I've learned from an elder. You can get uh, a nice bowl of water, okay? And find a space that you would like to dedicate to your ancestors and put their pictures up there. You can't mix living with the dead. Now, for people listening, I'm talking about voodoo. I'm just going to give it to you straight, okay? But voodoo, voodoo is not what people think. Um, but I'm telling you this because it's helped me out, and I think it will help you out. Make a space for your ancestors. Make it nice. Put fresh flowers up there. Put a bowl of water, a nice bowl of water up there. When someone's birthday comes, 
you know, give them some, put something that they would like on that altar and tell them, thank you. Thank you for the wisdom you imparted on me. Thank you for the love. Thank you for, you know, blah, blah, blah. Talk to them because energy doesn't die. If you have someone in the family that passed away that you were close to, there was a black woman and she had a successful relationship in your mind, make sure she's on that altar and talk to her and say, hey, you know, I know you know how to pick a man. Help me find the right guy. Bring him to me. Draw him to me. But you work on yourself while you do this this practice. You have to be the person that you want to meet. So if this man is in shape, you need to be in shape. If he has his money right, make sure you have your money right. X, Y, and Z. But you, it's, it's, it, you, you should start or learn how to call on your ancestors. That's, that's something that will help you manifest things. And then the bowl of water, you can mm. literally just mix a little bit of cinnamon in it, a little bit of honey, and you stir the water counterclockwise, and you speak to the water and, and say everything that you want to manifest. But you got to believe it. You got to believe it. And like I said, keep the fresh flowers up there. And even when you're going about your day, talk to your ancestors because these are the people that still live in you and, and say, hey, help me activate X, Y, Z in my life. And remember and feel the love that they gave you when they were, were alive. You'll start seeing a lot of stuff happen. I'm, like I said, I'm not trying to offend any Christians or anybody that doesn't practice African tradition. I do. I'm, I'm unashamed because I was tricked for so long by so-called Christianity, which was ripped off from Kemet and Yoruba, that now I'm more of a follower of Yeshua than I was when I was a so-called Christian. So, Chris, if, if you're open-minded to that, I suggest that. And, and there's even books you can look into. Um, you know, The Sacred Woman, and there's uh, Jambalaya, um, The Natural Woman's Book. Those are two books you can look into to start learning how to manifest some stuff. But and that was very interesting. Huh? I, was, I, was, I just want to say real quickly that I'm not really into I'm not into religion at all, and I'm and really not into spirituality, and so I'm not trying to judge or anything like that. But she would do better to get herself all all prettied up and go into a place <laughs> where the type of men she wants congregate that. <laughs> well, you see, that's, that, that's how that's how that's how she would find a man. But, but here's the it thing: she 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 that. might find a man, but she yeah. may not find a man that that <laughs> benefits her, and a man that would benefit from her because it's always a balance. The spiritual part that I mentioned is the part that covers those bases because, again, since we're talking about being black, we're African people. African people are spiritual people. We gave the world their spirituality. The European took our spiritualities, mixed them up, changed the names, changed the color of the people, and then called it Judaism, Christianity, and then all the subsects after that. So they're the ones practicing a false idolatry. If we go further back into who we who we were, we'd be able to see how we were able to harness energy and also 
manifest things into being because we understand I'm a universal person and I'm not alone and my ancestors reside with me. They want the best for me. So I'm going to recognize them in my everyday practice. It's not saying worship them, oh, bow down. No, it's just saying, hey, I'm, a, I'm going to revere the people that have lived and died to make sure I was okay. And they still want that. So I'm going to call that out into existence. And the more she does that, she's going to become strong and start to be able to recognize even when she walks in that bar looking good, she's going to get attention from all kinds of men. Because when there's light, everybody likes light. But she's going to be able to better discern who's the people she should give more you know, of a chance or look into a little more and she's going to know who to dismiss, but it's going to take that spiritual practice. And I'm saying that as a woman that has been through severe heartbreak and I'm now in a place, I have perfect peace, perfect peace. <clears throat> oh, that's, okay. like, that's pretty small. What I was going to was um, the, uh, uh, all, you know, the Hebrew schools and whatnot. But um, I think the agents infiltrate all that into because they say that you can um, deal with people outside of your group. So it's like it's a whole mess. But I, I appreciate you guys' advice. I just, you know what? So, because I've been on it a while and I don't want to hog it for anybody else that wants to jump on and DLD. You know what? Thank you. I, um, oh, but thank you, RP, for your work. Thank you. You know what? I want to thank you for not uh, being a, a automatic pink pillar. We thought you was about to come in and throw down. <laughs> no <laughs> way. <laughs> we wasn't this, sure. This is a mess up here. Yeah. Mess. So, yeah, thank you for listening to me. DOD, I want to thank you for what you said just now because I want to say, you know, you are a man and we need to consider what you're saying. So, what you're saying is true. That's also the superficial side of it what you were saying so definitely you know dress to impress and go out where the men are but isis thank you for the support you've given me you know all this time and and everybody i want to say real quick yes. before i go isis yeah. even consulted me on how to start my crypto mining so if you want support you know isis like get in touch with her get a consultation you know, she gave us a lot of information, so it's more than one way to support her channel. She knows what she's talking about. Okay, so good night, everybody. Uh, Thank you so much, RP, for coming. You have so much knowledge. I'm always so glad to hear your voice. Um, I love the fact that you're growing in your spirituality, that you're sharing that. Um, continue to share that, right? Because Christians don't stop sharing their ideas and beliefs. So continue to share yours as well. And this will always be a safe space for you to do that. Thank you so much, man. Every oh, time you come you. through, so much knowledge and so um, thought-provoking. We have so many of the same ideas, but when you say it, you know, because you are your own unique person and you have your own way of communicating things, it really just hits home with me and I understand it. And it's just, it's always good to hear you. Thank you. Thank you. Good night, Hotep, Seneb, Uja. Good night. RP, I know you mean you, 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 you're not on the panel anymore, but I just wanted to say, sister, that I wasn't trying to judge you or come down on your spirituality and what you believe in. <laughs> like 
Um, I just, I'm just, I'm not into religion. Um, really, I'm not really into spirituality. I'm just, I just believe, and you just got to go out there and do what you got to do. And, you know, I, I don't, I, I just don't sit around and wait and, and pray and all of that to find what I, what I want or do what I need to get done. I just, I just do, uh, do you do? I have, a, I have one more question for you. Sorry. Oh, can you hear me? Yes, bitch. Yeah. Oh, do you know, do you know like a lot of um woke people? Who, do you think that um there are like a lot of woke people in the world? Like I'm I talking so, about yeah. like the brothers. I do. Yeah. Yeah, staying online, listening to like Sissy and G and all of them, just like hearing what other people have to say, whether it's from the man's so, sphere the or from the woman's sphere. She sounds white really or white oriented. I just wanted yeah. to know that. Yes, yeah, I don't listen to the manosphere or the woman's fear or bingo or everything like that because to me, you're talking down to people. And I don't need to hear. I mean, like I said, I, I criticize people that that do it. I do videos about people that do it because what, but the way I do it is, say Cynthia G says that black men don't own businesses. Well, I'll show, I'll do videos on my on my channel showing that they own their own multi-billion-dollar. Um, company. That's how I yeah. combat, you know, stuff like stuff, stuff that Cynthia G said. I don't call her all kind of bees. I don't cuss her out, nothing like that. I just show what she says, and then I show that that's not true. I'll show her video, and then I'll show a video showing that 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 black man owned multi-billion dollar So I, I'm trying to figure out how we're not building. She'll say we're not building, but we have we own multi-billion dollar company black men and black women and to me that's great yeah totally but that's good to know if, if, people if, like that that's like that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah but if you just if you listen to Cynthia G, you would think we don't do nothing but just sit around play play playstation <laughs> or whatever you call it well but thanks chris yeah, thank you thing I, I, really, I really appreciate thanks. you coming up and asking ask questions here's one thing i want to add to the conversation um, I in no way mean to say that there's no issues with the black man. I, I don't want to say that because for me to say that I have to crap on all my sister's experiences and say, well, that's just a fluke or it's just your fault or you need to do something, you know, and, and, and that's not what I'm saying at all. I do think, think that there are problems. But you also have to understand that we are the only people that are trying to function as individuals. It doesn't work for us. You know, women have always pretty much teamed up as sisters and we share our experiences. And when you're an individual, you're, let's say you're a young woman and you don't have a lot of family around you, you're going to get into relationships that are going to be horrible and they're going to impact the way that you look at men because you didn't know you didn't have enough information to negotiate a good relationship and then that in turn equals you know bitterness and it just because you get into relationship after relationship doesn't mean that you actually know anything about relationships right it just means that there was someone that was available 
and you were available and you were filling them so you got with them but that doesn't mean that you actually had any relationship skills we have a lot of black women that don't have relationship skills and don't really know how to negotiate what they want in relationships because they didn't have people around them to guide them that's why i say that we need to form sisterhoods but not sisterhoods of bitterness where we talk about aborting black babies but sisterhoods of constructiveness mm-hmm. and share our experiences and say hey let's not do this you know this is a red flag there's nothing wrong with us as black women getting together and saying hey this is a red flag this is something to watch for this is something to avoid this is a sign and and it, but it everything needs to have balance so also saying hey this is a sign and he's a good man girl he's a keeper you better hold on to him right you know you you have some women that every man is a bad man and it, you know nothing good nothing good become of that it's not fair to you because it's giving you a mindset as a young woman that all men are one thing when somebody is telling you that or when we talk about numbers like imagine imagine dating and believing that the numbers are against you what then would be the point of course you would swirl because the numbers are already against you so it's good to have a differing opinion just like you know you've heard from three different women on this on this panel tonight with three different perspectives on how to approach a situation, how to deal with dating and all of that. And all of those were what I would consider to be balanced opinions. You know, no one saying, don't do this ever. Don't do that ever. You know, throw away black men completely. That's not a solution. You know, as someone who ran from their problems when I was younger, I ran from my problems. I ran all over the United States. I ended up in Minnesota, and that's when I kind of started growing up. But, I mean, I ran from my problems. And one thing about running from your problems is they're always right there. Whenever you get where you're going, your problems be right there waiting on you. So you have to fix what's going on. Abandon isn't going to fix the issue. The issue will still be there. You'll say, well, who cares? But you're going to have a child and then and then you'll pass it on to them. You'll pass the problems on to them as well. Or you'll you'll later on in life be thinking, day, man, my people are doing bad. And now I'm in this situation. How did this happen? But you abandon your people because you didn't want to fix the problem. So abandoning, in my opinion, is not the solution. But at the same time, the solution isn't to get treated like dirt. So we as women have to come together as a collective. We have to change certain things. You know, there's certain messaging that we're putting out that we could we could be better at. There are certain things that we could be doing that can improve our situation. And also, too, um, Chris, just like Isis said, Believe you me, I know that the black community have a lot of issues. Black men have a lot of issues. But my thing is when you listen to certain people here on YouTube, you will think that it was that, that it's only black men that have those issues. That white men don't have those issues, Hispanics, Asian. Only black men have, have have those issues. So that's why whenever like the divested zealot, she'll do a video showing a 
a black man killing killing his his, his mm-hmm. wife, his family. And I'll do a video showing, yeah, that's true, he did, and that's terrible. But white men do it too. Asian men do it too, mm-hmm. Hispanic men do it too. But don't make it seem like it's only black men. So what I'm saying, Chris, regardless, yes. if you decide you want to get you another 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 race of man or ethnicity of man outside of black men, then vet him, just like you would do a black man. Vet him and make sure he's the right one. Now you may not be able to come back to the black community if you go outside of it but take but be safe and what i'm saying because they'll make you think white men don't kill their their wives or girlfriends either and they do so be careful is all i'm saying all right i want to thank you guys both and i want to wish you guys a good night thank you thanks All right, well, we've had some people we've never seen before drop in, and that took the conversation, I think, to a good place. You know, the reason why the whole gender war is on everybody's mind is because how central relationships are to the human existence. You know, this is serious stuff. And so, this is something that we're going to continue to discuss, but I also, I also think, and and this may be naive of me, but I also think that when people are discussing it and they keep discussing it, that there's a part of them that wants to fix it, even if they're discussing it in the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I I believe that too, Isis. I believe that because they are talking. And, and they do want it. They do. They would hope. I would. I mean, they would rather be with their own than any other any other race of people or ethnicity of people. But I guess this is their this is their therapy. You know, they've been they've been traumatized, hurt. You know, in relationships. You know, maybe just getting on YouTube talking about black men ain't ain't no good and black women ain't no good. Maybe just their, just their therapy. <coughs> Together we stand said many of us are in a state of hopelessness, powerlessness. Half our people equals zero wealth. Don't tell me we are okay. That's facts. And, you know, I don't do that. I don't try to gloss it over it either where people are like, oh, yeah, we as black people, we're doing so good. We're kings and queens. We're, we're on top of the world and, you know, all of that nonsense. No, we definitely have things that we, we need to work on. But what I don't like is the extreme is the extreme uh, solutions that people give that are not constructive and don't even make sense. You know, such as aborting children. How about you don't have the children in the first place to have to abort them? Or you know, there's just so many things out there that just don't don't make sense. And that's stop laying down with people. Just because you make a good point, you know, you have to be careful on that because a lot of people they don't just lie outright. They mix truth with a lie. You know, they mix evil with positive to make the evil more palatable. You have to understand that. You have to be aware of that. That happens all the time on YouTube. You know, people start out. They start out with all this positive stuff. You thinking, ooh, I really like them. 
I really, you know, they really speak in truth and then they start mixing that evil in a little at a time. So just be aware of that. If usually if it means breaking apart black people, break, you know, something that would be harmful to us, then there's some white supremacists behind it, whether you see that person or not. That's why social media can be dangerous because it allows a lot of these white actors to pull the strings from the background anonymously. Thank you, RP, for the donation for hitting that cash app. Thank you. RP said, uh, black celebrities and elites say we're doing good so we can live vicariously through them like it does anything exactly. And I never got that. You know, I had a friend that used to like watching, um, what do they call it? Reality TV. Loved watching reality TV. I mean, watched all the shows, knew, knew all the characters and what was going on and what was, you know. And I would watch those shows and I would see those people leading their lives. I would see them with all this money these relationships and all this, then they get to arguing with their family. And I'm thinking, you have your own family that you could be spending time with. You know, you have your own life's dreams and you're just watching these people live their life. Like, what is the point of that? I don't know. I think it would keep you in a a, a depressive state. (laughs) <laughs> you know, if just if you're looking at if you're looking at these reality shows like that, wanting to live that life or their life, and you have to be depressed with your own, and you would think that would keep you in that state of mind. I mean, I would think so. If you're striving, if you're striving to be something that you're not, or to gain something that you don't already have, I mean, if, if you got to watch it on TV, like you said, you're you're neglecting your own life. Maybe maybe what you should be doing. It's like I always say, go out there and get that if that's what you want. Instead of watching somebody else, watching you know, watching somebody else on TV. Exactly. People know. will do everything except fix the problem because fixing the problem is hard, or fixing the problem is just something they don't want to do. I remember one time I didn't want to clean out the refrigerator. I just didn't want to do it, and I did everything except cleaning out that refrigerator. And that refrigerator started getting a stink about it, you know? And then I wanted to clean it out even less. One of my friends would call me and say, you want to go get that? I'd say, yep. Before they could even finish their sentence, I'd be gone, you know? Because I didn't want to clean that refrigerator. It was, a, it was a metaphor for how I was feeling internally, you know? There were some things that I didn't want to deal with, you know? But that refrigerator wasn't, you know, the stuff inside wasn't going to get any more fresh you know it was moving in the opposite direction and so it goes back to you know facing the things that we don't want to face and fixing the things that we want to fix and finding constructive ways to do that some people they need to heal before they even look for a solution you know i get on this platform and people say what's the solution give me the solution i want the solution some people need to heal before they even worry about a solution any solution that we try to uh, apply for people or help people apply and they're not in the right mindset it's not going to take 
they're not going to be able to get the results that they want because they're in such a place. But you know what, Joyce, is healing might be the solution. And Omega, I'm in Vegas. I'm in Vegas. Mm-hmm. No, you're right about that, DOD. Omega said, yes, my mom has a saying, you can't clean ish if you can't t- if you don't touch it. Yep. Together we stand, say, yeah, we have a solution and fail to see a solution that provides all we need. People, money, infrastructure, is there more that we need? Nope. Omega said, if anyone's in ATL, let's collab, please. I'm about meeting and building locally. Even if you're in the next state over, (laughs) still, that's somebody you know that's in the next state over. Miss Life Lesson 3 said their total destruction is the only solution. That's the only long-term solution that there is. Literally, our name needs to be on everything that their names are. Uh-uh. Any, any building, any this, any that. Anywhere their flag flies, our flag needs to fly. And that takes a lot of courage, a lot of work, and a lot of sacrifice. But at least you're moving in the right direction. Or we can all, you know, keep doing things that don't work, uh, dating outside of our race and all this nonsense. Yeah, I would, I would never do that. Would and that's never. the thing that I, I was trying to say is like, when you date outside of your race, okay, you may feel good because you have a partner, but your people, you're still a part of the same group of people. And that weakens that group of people because that's one less black family. And so you're still, because you're still a part of that group of people and you now weaken them by deciding to date outside your race, how does that benefit you in the long term? Yeah, I guess it. <laughs> I guess that would um, benefit the individual and not the collective. You know, I've been with a, a man that was very wealthy 